friends. On today's episode, we're getting a glimpse of Bible school life and short-term mission trips from the perspective of a Bible school student. Ethnos 360 Bible Institute has a great two-year program with emphasis on Bible, missions, and discipleship. You'll enjoy hearing from three young women's personal testimonies about the school and how attending encouraged them in their pursuit of missions. Welcome to the Compelled Podcast, where we share how ordinary women spread the gospel story. I'm here at Ethnos 360 Bible Institute in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and I have the privilege of chatting with three lovely ladies who are students here. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Glad to be here. Isn't this fun? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just thought maybe you guys could just go around and share a little bit about who you are and what led you here to Bible school and our listeners can get to know you. Hey guys, um, my name is Emily Swanke. I'm 21 years old. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I went on a mission trip with some Ethnos 360 missionaries in Papua New Guinea, and uh, they were actually missionaries from my church. So Got to visit them, and uh, they told me about the Bible school. And I'm here now, and I um, graduated in May of 2019, and I'm on staff. I'm Joanna Mead. I'm from Seattle, Washington, so it's like a ways away. But I heard about it through my family. A lot of my family came to the school. We all grew up in Christian homes and um, knew about this school like all our lives. So now I'm here. Awesome. Hey guys, I'm Katie Brown, and I'm 24 and from Missouri, and I actually went to college in Missouri at Missouri State University and graduated with a child and family development degree and then worked with early childhood special ed for a little bit. Um, I actually came to Christ in college in between my sophomore year and junior year at a summer leadership uh, program, and that's actually where I heard about missions and unreached people groups and then thought it'd be really cool to be a missionary but didn't think that was for me, but slowly the Lord just kind of changed my heart and what it was to be a missionary. And Ethnos missionaries were there that summer. And so just got to hear about the Bible school and just the next step. So I came up here just to take that next step of what it might look like to go overseas sometime. So awesome. So what was community like? Like, what was it like to live here? And just, I would say something that was really important for me was growing up, I didn't really I wasn't really raised around biblical truths and, and being pointed back to Christ um, just in my growing up in my household. So it was really cool. I call Bible school my first Christ-centered home because mm. I was just surrounded by brothers and sisters and people who influenced me like mothers um, to just keep growing in Christ. And so it's just really cool being in a, in a 24-hour, <laughs> 24-7, just yeah. like place where they're pointing you back to Christ and um, you're always around people that mm -hmm. are have the same values and goals as you. Mm -hmm. And then coming from college, what was it was all, probably a lot different focus. Yeah, so I honestly was really nervous to come here. I thought <laughs> I'd be the only one with like a messy past or maybe mm -hmm. the only person that wasn't an MK or didn't grow up, you know, kind of like Emily said, around a lot of believers. I never lived with believers I lived with believers my very last year at college, but before that, never lived with a group of believers. So I honestly was pretty nervous, didn't know what it was going to be like. The whole Bible school thing was pretty new to me, but it was so cool coming here because 
that was not the case. Like people had messy pasts. Um, people were interested to hear how I even came to Christ. And then even with that, we're super encouraged. And just living around believers is so uplifting and encouraging. And I thought it would maybe be the opposite of like, we're all trying to kind of compete to be the best Christian. But um, I was gladly surprised that that was not not the case coming here. Everyone here generally wants to know the Lord better and then wants you to know the Lord better. And even seeing the teachers come and get involved in your life was totally different than college. Where I'd gone, maybe you knew the teachers, maybe you meet up with them, but there was no relationship between student and teachers. And so um, that was a really cool aspect of, well, I'm still in the Bible school, but that's a cool aspect that I get to see now is seeing teachers uh, mentor you and be a part of your life has been really awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you have sister dorm, brother dorms, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, no. Dorm families. Or, sorry, yeah. dorm families. Yeah. 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 Um, where you have that close fellowship and, you know, you're not only just learning um, from Scripture, but you're, you know, building deep relationships. Can you think of, I know this is a hard question, can you think of, like, one or two classes that just really rocked your world? Um, so when you're a freshman here, you take a biblical foundations class and, um, a lot of students here are MKs and are raised in homes where, you know, they, they go to Awanas or they go to Sunday school as kids and I wasn't. And so in biblical foundations, I just remember this mind blowing moment where, um, we're just, we had the assignment to watch these John Cross videos and you have to go chronologically through the Bible. And I remember just learning about the Passover lamb and then getting to Jesus's like death and resurrection. And I realized Jesus is my Passover lamb. And um, I remember just being at my desk and like turning around to my roommate and being like, oh my gosh, I just (laughs) learned that like Jesus is our Passover lamb. And Mm -hmm. Um, so that class was probably boring to 75% of the yeah. other students. Mm-hmm. And, um, but to me, it was just so foundational, which is mm-hmm. why it's called Biblical Foundations, but so foundational to everything else that you'll learn in Bible school. So it was probably the most impactful class for me. Um, for my two years, one of the most impactful classes was um, going through the book of Isaiah. Um, it was a prophet's class taught by Thomas Freeman. And... I thought it was so cool just how personal Thomas Freeman was with his students and how much he shared um, about his own life. That was like different for me as like normal teachers in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just going through the book and usually I think before I pictured God as this like two different gods, you know, the one in the Old Testament and then the one in the New Testament who was, like, the gracious God in the New Testament and then just the hard, like, judgmental one in the Mm -hmm. Old Testament. And he just connected it so well of how God is so holy, but he's also such a good God and loves us and has is the same. So, And he just explained that so well. And, yeah, that class really changed my whole perspective Mm -hmm. on who God is and... um, just my perspective on the Bible, too. Mm-hmm. That's really great. 
Can you think of one, Katie? Yeah, so I'm still in my first year, uh, second semester here, but I think just overall it's been really cool. The Bible has just kind of come to life since being able to study it. I'd only been reading it for about three years now, um, and a lot of that was just me trying to figure out how to read the Bible. And so bibliology was one of the first classes I took that kind of blew my mind because I just learned where the Bible came from, how we even got it. I never really knew how we could trust the Bible. I just kind mm. of did because... I didn't really have a reason not to, but it was really cool to get just kind of some grounding and some background on why we can trust the Bible. Proof of a lot of the manuscripts that we have was really neat. And then we took hermeneutics, which was how to study the Bible. And that was super cool for me because I didn't really know how to read the Old Testament versus the New Testament because it just seemed so different. Um, And so just learning how to read the Bible totally made the Bible just come more to life and I could understand it better and really thinking through, okay, what was happening when the Bible was being written, when the authors were writing what they're writing, like trying to understand that honestly made it way easier to interpret what -hmm. they're talking about. And then applying that to my life has been really beneficial, I think. Mm -hmm. Besides like your classes and being in your dorms, can you think of another influential Um, aspect of Bible school, like an influential person? One of my roommates here, um, we had met one time before we came here, but as soon as we got here, um, we just clicked right away, and she has really just helped me get outside my comfort zone. She's totally (laughs) like, loves the crowd, loves to be in front of people, um, really good at that, totally just unapologetically herself, and I am a people pleaser to the core. Mm -hmm. And so it was really hard Mm. to come out of that, but it's so sweet how the Lord like totally knew. I tried to come last year and it just didn't work. And so it's been really cool over and over again to see how the Lord like directed me to come this year. And there's so Mm. many reasons for that. And so I think I've grown a ton as a person just through having uh, her Her. as a roommate Mm -hmm. and just having her in my life and pushing me way outside my comfort zone. Yeah, that's really special. And discipleship, like here at Ethnos, is there a big emphasis on one-on-one discipleship? Yeah, yeah, I think there is for sure. Mm -hmm. I know um, as like a second year student, um, I think they do push that like, okay, you guys have gone through your first year and there's people coming in who are new to this and maybe it's like Mm -hmm. their first time out of um, living at home or... Yeah, and just like to really um, invest in their lives. And as an intern now, uh, I think that's something that um, they'd like us to do as well, is just mm-hmm. get to know um, people who are coming into the school and just be able to share things that you've learned, that I've learned like through my two years. Um, yeah, and just love on other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. build a relationship, be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And it's nothing, it's nothing like, you know, just Sunday morning church or Wednesday night youth group because um, you are living with one another, right? And so I know two weeks ago, I just really needed to talk to my mentor. And I mean, thank God she's just right at, she's just right in the building. Yeah. It was like 930 at night, just able to go to her house and go talk to her. And just how um, amazing that was for her to open up her house to me so late at night, but then also um, just the availability that she is able to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like a, tr- a trusted friend, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So if someone came up to you guys and said, I don't know if I want to go to Bible school, it just seems like a lot of money and a lot of time just studying the Bible, what would you say? Like, would you encourage them to come to Bible school? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, I came here with the intentions of going to the training center next, but since I've been here, I would tell myself, even if I wasn't going into missions and had no intention of going to missions, that... I would still convince myself to go here because of what I've learned is so foundational just to walking with God. Mm-hmm. And some of the things were simple, but I didn't know them. And so, yeah, just taking two years to study the Bible is going to benefit my walk with the Lord for the rest of my life. And hopefully I'm going to love people better, be a better daughter to my parents, be a better sister to my brothers. I have a lot of friends that aren't believers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so taking like two years after college was hard. I was like, do I, I don't love, love, love school. And so I was like, do I want to do it? But since being here now, I'm like, okay, friends, like you guys have got to come here or take two Mm -hmm. years or take some time and invest in studying the Bible and being taught by teachers who have studied it so well and studied it so much. Mm -hmm. And they want you to know it well. Mm -hmm. Like classes here are totally different than what it was like in college. The intentions seem different. The things they stress are way different. It's not about just getting homework done and getting a grade. It's about, like, how much have you grown from the beginning of the class to the end of the class. And I've never really been in a class that's, yeah, seeing how much you can grow and grow closer to the Lord. So I would tell myself to come for sure, and I'd tell you to come if you're on the fence. (laughs) Totally come. Awesome. Yeah, I think um, for me it was cool. Uh, I think my perspective of Bible school was, okay, figure out like more of more information about the Bible, like maybe memorize more verses. Just coming from like a Christian um, home and going mm-hmm. to Christian school, that was kind of the focus of me and lots of my friends was just a lot of information in our heads. Mm-hmm. But the biggest reason that I decided to come to Bible school was when my sister came home after her first year and she didn't just have this knowledge and wasn't telling me all this information she learned about the Bible, but she was different, like, as a person, mm-hmm. and... You noticed was, it. I noticed yeah. it, and it just made me really want to go to get to know who more the Lord is and what it was all about. Mm-hmm. So, it's awesome. So, I, f- I know two of you have been overseas on a missions trip, so let's talk mm-hmm. about that. Those are great opportunities <laughs> as, a, as a young person, yeah. as a student, mm-hmm. to actually see what it's like overseas. Having probably never been overseas, mm-hmm. let's, let's just dive into that. Um, Emily, why don't you go first and just talk about your trip real briefly and maybe just pick one thing that you came away with. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've been to um, Papua New Guinea and Honduras before this past summer. And this past summer, I went to the Philippines, and um, that was amazing. It was with the um, Ethnos 360 encounter trips, and so we got to actually be on the field with Ethnos 360 missionaries, and we got to meet everyone from pilots to um, uh, finance managers mm-hmm. to church planters, and it was probably the most impactful thing was meeting such a variety of missionaries. And um, I think I just walked away with, man, there are so many things that you can do in missions. You don't just have to like the outdoors or you don't just have to be this specific um, mold to be a missionary. 
Um, overseas, I met people from Germany, from the Philippines um, to America, and it was just really cool meeting a, a wide range of people. And um, I'd also say the Philippines just became like one of my favorite yeah. countries. Yeah. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joanna. Yeah, for me, um, I got to go on the two-week missions trip last summer. And I've been overseas before, but it was kind of just for fun. So this was my first missions trip. Um, And it was definitely an experience I would recommend to anyone to go on. Uh, It was nice being with a bigger group of people and just they did have everything taken care of, which uh, made it easier for us. But um, getting to experience kind of outside the American culture was I'd say a challenge, but so good. And getting to go into the tribe and just meet real people who hadn't heard the gospel before was kind of mind-blowing and just a big eye-opener because I'd always heard about that, going to Bible school and Christian school, you know. But getting to see it with my own eyes was definitely like a big eye-opener and kind of like a challenge and, yeah. It was it was cool to also see just the culture of outside of America. It kind of made you step out of yeah. your own kind of materialistic, uh, <laughs> self-centered a little bit. Yeah. And um, so I'd say it was really good. Yeah. And like what you do when you don't have access to a real toilet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you really appreciate the comforts of the USA <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. And Katie, you're looking forward to your summer trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this summer I'm doing Interface, which is also through Ethnos. It's a five or six week, honestly, I don't totally know. It's a five <laughs> to six week yeah. trip. I think it's a little different than your typical mission trip, which is what I'm really excited about. Um, I know you get to start your digging classes while you're there, but also being totally immersed. And um, from the circle I'm from, like being a missionary, especially in a tribe, is like very just foreign. Um, And so I'm pretty excited to go and be able to come back, talk to my parents, talk to my friends about, yeah, this people group who, um, yeah, live in a remote location and don't have a ton of access to Christians or to the gospel. Um, We get to learn a new language while we're there, um, see what it looks like to do culture learning, living in a place like they were saying that's totally different from where you're from. So I'm super excited to go this summer and just kind of take it in what what it looks like to do church planting in a completely different people group, completely different culture, something super. Mm-hmm. Just... You know, you'll go on a side trip as well, which will take yeah. you deep into the woods. <laughs> woods being a very nice term for the jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, it's really hard sometimes to step out of our comfort zone. And, and I don't know about you guys, but you think about going overseas and sometimes mm-hmm. it just kind of brings up those fears and, do you feel like when you went on these trips, it really did kind of overcame some of those fears or not? I think um, something for me, yes, like I do have a lot of those fears. And going on the mission trip to Brazil was kind of just opening that up a little mm-hmm. more. And it was challenging in that way. Just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, do I see myself doing this ever? Like, this yeah. is hard but also being there realizing okay these are just real people with going day by day like mm-hmm. it can be done and just like bring the lord into what you're doing and it's you know it can 
be done. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Do any of you think that maybe you might go on to the mission field? Or what, it, what are your plans, Joanna? Yeah, that's a good question. I think yeah. it can be overwhelming at times to answer that question because you get asked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think Bible school has been a big um, thing for me, just figuring out what I do want to do after and just a whole different perspective on what missions is. Uh, I would say that I'm definitely open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have like set future plans of going at the moment, but mm-hmm. I think I've just learned that whatever I am doing to involve the Lord in it and be praying about it and get involved as much as I can in other people's lives mm-hmm. and outreaching to um, people in the community. Right. So that's kind yeah, of where I'm there's a, there is a big life outside of the Bible school mm-hmm. and the and the churches you go to and the people that you have in mm-hmm. contact with and mm-hmm. yeah, everything. It's very, really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know God will lead you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, Emily? Yeah. Um, I came to Bible school already having like a softened part of my heart towards like, okay, Lord, maybe I'll be a missionary. Maybe I'll consider this. And I remember just my first year of Bible school, there was a missionary who came and spoke for a special emphasis day and um he he just said you know we need people yeah and ever since then almost all the missionaries that come through this school to to speak to the students none of them have ever said oh we're all filled up we don't need anyone um all of them are saying yeah like if you're interested in this field please talk to us like we need people Mm -hmm. and so i just think that um not only that but just um what you learn here in the Bible school for me, it's just just been so impactful and, and so meaningful that um, I hope and pray that I will be on the mission field one day. Um, I really enjoy support work uh, just here at the Bible school doing administrative stuff. I could see myself doing the administrative side of things um, either in the States or overseas. Um, and also, if you know, Lord willing, I could see myself as a mm-hmm. pioneer church planter. <coughs> Um, but I mean, only the Lord knows. And if he does call me to stay here and just support my friends who are missionaries, then I will do that too. But, um, it has been so meaningful and impactful to just meet missionaries and and hear of the need and it's hard to ignore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of mentioned this earlier. So, um, I came to Christ in college and at that summer project was the first time I heard of unreached people groups. And it kind of just hit me right in the face because for about a year and a half, one of my really good friends had been processing the gospel with me. And over and over again, I was like, no, I don't want God. I don't want to follow him. Mm. I don't really want anything to do with him. And then at the end of the summer is when I came to Christ. But then hearing the missions conference and hearing that there were people who wanted to hear the gospel or they wanted to hear this God talk, or even just hearing those people who don't even have the chance to say yes or no to the gospel really just kind of struck me and I was like, I can't sit around and do nothing. Like I want to play a part in some way. And so I was like, God, I would love to be a missionary. You probably won't call me because I'm not good enough. So I kind of wrestled with that idea for a long time of like wanting to do missions, but not thinking I was good enough to do missions. I'm, I like being outside, but I'm not super outdoorsy. I didn't know if I could build a house. You know, just those typical <laughs> things you think of when you think of missions. And like, yeah. like what if I don't get married? You know, all yeah. those things that are just the first things to come to mind kind of kept me from actually thinking that I could be a missionary. And then 
I don't know when it was, but the Lord just kind of changed my mind of like, you're thinking about it all wrong. It's not why I can be a missionary. It's if I'm going to let the Lord use me to be a missionary. Mm -hmm. And when I totally took the focus off of me and my capabilities, it totally opened the door of actually being able to serve the Lord and doing what He wanted me to do. And then just slowly over time, He gave me this desire for tribal people and for an unreached people group, something I had never dreamed about before, never even thought of, never even heard of these things. And so it was really cool when I just realized that it's not up to me to be a qualified missionary. I don't have to have this resume that qualifies me to go overseas, is when it gave me freedom to actually pursue what the Lord might have for me to do. And then I went, when I was at Emanate, when yeah. someone talked, I can't remember who it was, but she was talking about how she doesn't like dirt under her nails and you would not pick her out to be a missionary. But over and over again, she was like, if you just let the Lord use you, he's going to qualify you. He's mm -hmm. going to be the one to work through you. And it's not about you anyway. That was super freeing for me to have the confidence to come to Bible school, knowing like, okay, Lord, it's not about me yeah. and my abilities. It's going to be only through you that I'm even going to be able to start trying mm -hmm. to be, you know, a church planter somewhere. And I think that's such a good principle for our Christian life. Like we come to Christ with nothing mm -hmm. and he is our strength. He, I mean, he's the one that is empowering us and, and giving us all that we need. And, you know, to think that we would have anything more than him to take us to the mission field is like foolish, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just really cool. I get goosebumps when I think about all that God has in store for you and just what you've learned here. And I'll be praying for you guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, if you want to know more about Ethnos 360 Bible Institute and short-term missions, please check out our website at ethnos360.org. Yay! <laughs> Catch you next time! Bye! Bye. Bye.